You're listening to the Detroit is Different After Dark Podcast Network. You're listening to the Josh Adams Podcast on the Detroit is Different After Dark Podcast Network. Yes, yes, After Dark. I'm a different guy right now. <laughs> All right, and three, a two, a one, a two, a three, mm, mm, and mm, we mm. are live. Ooh, chi 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 I don't think we live. We live. We live on a uh, on, on February February on December the first, mm-hmm. the first day of Christmas. My true love gave to me. She got a big old ass and bow leg. <laughs> no, no, she did not. Kari, Kari <laughs> took us back in the way 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 back machine. Jaheem and Trick Daddy Dollars had a song where they was talking about their appreciation for thick women with bow legs. And Kari said he didn't get what the bow leg craze was about. I don't get what the bow leg whole concept is. I mean, you like. I mean, you've never seen a woman like when they pigeon toed and like their legs and that gap. It's like that leg gap. I it's mean, big down south. It's big everywhere. I love it. <sighs> it don't. Okay, uh, like, what does that mean? It don't mean nothing. It just, it looks good. It's, it okay. looks appetizing. Like, seeing a woman curvaceous with the hips like that, her having hips means she's supposed to, you know, childbearing, and mm. naturally it's somebody you're supposed to uh, procreate with. But just seeing a motherfucker with, like, a bow leg stand standing there, bro, mm. that's just something magnificent, man. So shout out to all the women out there with big butts. Not even big butts. Bow legs. I got appreciation for all women of all shapes women. and sizes. <laughs> bow legged women. You got if you got bow legs. If you bow legs. <laughs> EJ, you ain't in the bow leg girls? Nah, I'm good, bro. I like straight legs, bro. Straight legs. I like I like two legs that like don't. You know, like women that got some type of like retardation. <laughs> no. Because I mean, all that shit is a retard. Like nigga, your cheekbone, like nigga, your like uh dimples is like a calcium deficiency. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I don't. I don't need. Cal- I don't need calcium deficiency in the legs, bro. Just you know, I'm cool, bro. Hey, man, I don't discriminate. I was just talking to my man about that. Um, at the job, he was like, "You probably mess with a little girl got like the little chicken wing arm," and I was like, "I won't ever say I wouldn't because that would throw me off." But I did come across a porno where it was a guy and the if you if you if you in like if you watch porn like I do, it's called Dogged <laughs> <laughs> and it's a dude named Dirty Mike and um. Couple Dirty guys, Mike. they just be they be they be they be having sex with girls, and they just like they not bad model type. These regular girls who work for Amazon and work in factories and bowling alleys and Denny's Hilarious. and Waffle Houses or whatever they do in New York. Denny's, and they be thugging them out. And it was this one I'm watching, and he was a regular that they always hitting, and they hitting her or whatever. <laughs> then they pan over in the room because it's it's a hotel room. They pan over, and it's this one girl in there. And she's sitting on the couch on the bed, and she looked normal until old girl pull her over there to start giving my man some head, and then. I seen she had like the little arm and I was like I should not watch this no more because this is weird but I continued to watch it and then old girl kind of stepped to the side and let the other girl the, the regular girl finish with my man and then you cut back to Dirty Mike because he's a cameraman he was getting his 
he was getting his dick sucked by the girl with the the arm. So I watched it. I don't feel like you should discriminate because that might, you know, my soulmate might be like that. And if that's what God got for me and she treat me white, cool. I'd be the one folding all the cover up. I ain't tripping on that. I'll take care of that. She can't fold no comforter with that one arm. Um, no comment. <laughs> no comment. <laughs> Car say if something wrong with you, he can't love you. No, I never said that. I just said no comment <laughs> in reference to this whole concept of... <laughs> That being the exploration. I mean, I don't know. Shit. People so, in the people in the weird stuff, man. Y'all yeah, never y'all never kicked it with a girl who had like um six fingers. You know what I mean? Like the little I have. Mm. I miss you. <laughs> had six fingers. Yeah, like the little nub. What was it what? There wasn't no nail on it. Wait, so, oh, so it was an extra pinky. Yeah, the extra pinky finger. Not like, uh, you know, uh, a, a real appendage she could use. I mean, you never dealt with somebody that you was like, ooh. <laughs> nah, I never, never, like, uh, visual, I guess, they don't use the word handicaps, but what do they call it? Disabilities? Or what? what's the politically correct term? Uh, I mean, that work. Uh, uh, that work? This should, okay. Deform, that's not Deformity? Deformity seems like yeah, it's, like, real negative or something. Like, like, but that's what it might be, is it? deformity right okay well not like out but like uh other stuff like uh more so what would it be you know it could be mental health allergies just like or um you know somebody that just really i was dating a woman that didn't like crowds and going out and stuff like oh. uh, what do you call that um Claustrophobic. Yeah, like real claustrophobic. So that was claustrophobic if she don't want to be out be in, the world. in spaces. Like she was afraid of being in spaces and all of that stuff. Like she had public anxiety. Oh yeah, that, yeah, yeah. Oh, you know. I remember. I remember one. I, uh, I I messed with a girl who front tooth was missing right here. Oh, front, yeah, uh, the front like tooth? A, a a major tooth. This a one major, right here, a major. Tooth. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And um, I I mean she got it replaced, but it was after I was done fucking with her. Gemini oh, okay. nine said I had just spoke you up, Jay. Well, I'm glad you did. I don't know what the devil eyes mean, uh, but I appreciate hilarious. you speaking me up. Hopefully, you speaking me up in a positive format. We up here we, talking about. We, we see her. Uh, she got like a sketch of like three people. It looked like, or is that just her? That's just her car. You can't see. Oh, okay, yeah, car seventy. Y'all here with them eyes? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got my own damn uh, disabilities. Shit. Hopefully, you were speaking on me in a, in, in, a in a in a positive. Man, I appreciate you speaking to me because you know that means I'm still here to be spoken on. Yeah, we Gemini, just talk- why do men like bow legged women? <laughs> Are you bow legged? Because <laughs> a lot of girls fake like they bow legged. Like, I know guys who uh, pretend like they nearsighted. I'll speak of the devil. I get it. Some girls, <laughs> like, I, I knew a dude who actually fucked his eyesight up because he pretended like he was nearsighted because all the hoes would fuck with the niggas would do like this. Like, Oh, the little, oh, grimace. The little That little look right there. Little Next thing you know, look. yeah, then the nigga developed an astigmatism and I fucked up. Always like you the OG. Shout out to me as a OG she's, in the game. Let's see. She ain't no. bow legged. She not bow legged. Is that a good? Well, like I mean, no, said, it's straight leg. Different people had different preferences. I've dealt with regular girls who regular legs, but I like them to look like velociraptors. Oh, velociraptors. <laughs> What's that? Just bow legged. It, that stance, like, <laughs> boy, look at the arms. I'm in the gym, boy. This shirt fit me differently. <laughs> um. So, uh. We're going to do a lot of things to recap, but first and foremost, while we early off in the show, I just want to promote what I got coming up. Mm-hmm. Everybody going to do that. Uh, the 3rd of December, I'm in Grand Rapids at the Ambrosia Theater. Tickets still available, so if you ain't doing nothing, come out, come kick it with me. No bow leg, no bow legs. Oh, hold on, over here. Hold on, no, 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 no. What did I say? My cousin is, though, she said, I don't believe it. Your cousin got to show us. We got to see something. 
Looks so like you click show that show that uh that comment again. Let's see, because the crowd see that comment too. My cousin says she. But how your cousin is though? She said for the sake of the podcast, uh, if you follow me on Instagram, just DM me a picture of your leg, your, your cousin's legs. DM me a picture of your cousin's legs because people want to see. We want to be able to prove that you know what I'm saying she both legged or not. We don't want no cap on this show at all. But uh, yeah. okay, December third, you in Grand Rapids and Ambrosia Theater. Love it out there. Uh, mm-hmm. Friday, I'm sorry, Saturday. I'm doing a show with my guy, Damian Jones. Man, me and D. Jones, he just put this up. I should already have this up, but you know how I go. I be on board from time to time. But, uh, yeah, yeah, me and D. Jones are uh, 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 kicking it at the uh, Hamilton Tucker Art Gallery. It's me, T. Barb, um, Larry... And Ronnie Chanel almost did too much real quick when I said one of the people's name. Hilarious. But yeah, we at the Hamilton Tucker Art Gallery. That's going down. And later that night, you can catch me at uh, Bink's Grill. And I'm hosting a panel of Why Do Men Cheat Too? For some reason. Why do reason. men cheat too? Why yeah. are you hosting a panel yeah. on men cheating? I hosted it the first exactly time. They paying me. Don't do that. <laughs> EJ, you're not going to live like that. We're a family on this show, bro. You're not going to live like that, Cam. <laughs> Why this boy all right here? Ugh, this little knuckle right here. I should probably fix this in post. Mm-hmm. It's all good. But yeah, that's what we got. That's what I got going on. 17th, I'm also doing something, but I'll tell y'all about a little closer to date. We're doing something at East Point with the mayor. Um, Card, Fraser, what's, what's going East on? Point. Same old, same old, man. I started the 501c3 for Detroit is different so that uh, it can definitely help big with uh, with a lot of the projects for a lot of studios so this summer we want to come back with the same project we did this past summer but it's better if we get like some granting options for people to want to give you can get a tax deductible donation so if you follow me on Instagram or Facebook Kari Frazier Detroit is different connect it's information about that hopefully you can give support what we doing in these efforts so that's the main big thing that's happening hopefully we ain't gonna hope we gonna get that so is it a number you want to reach uh I want to get to the first one was 7,500 I was thinking 7,500 again but five bands. We going for five thousand. Mm. Don't five. say bands. It's not like you gonna blow everybody money. Hilarious. <laughs> Anytime a nigga say, yeah, man, I need some chicken, man. Can't you donate some chicken over here to your man's, bro? I need them blue strips. <laughs> donate <laughs> five thousand, not five bands, because it mm. sounds like you are gonna lose it in a crap game. Hilarious. Shooting with four two dub <laughs> in a warehouse somewhere. Uh, EJ, what you got going on? So you got something coming up? You want to tell the people about? Hey man, you already know, man. Every Friday, every Saturday, we at the Independent. Mm-hmm. Um, get your tickets online. You know what I'm saying? You gotta have. Your little shot or whatnot, but you know, yeah, every Friday, every Saturday, and uh, 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 big time garbage live stream every Monday. Hey, please tap in, tune in, man. These are my people, and I would like you to support them the same way you support me, man. These are good guys, good guys and girls, and they putting something together from the ground up, just like we are over here, you know what I'm saying? And until we can figure it out, you know what I'm saying, money wise. We're going to support however we can. So I want y'all to go fill that place up. So go get your shot or just go get a car. <laughs> and um, go oh, and shout out to uh, HGTV, uh, the show Bargain Block. You might catch me on that motherfucker, too. Okay. Oh, okay. Fixing, ah. fixing up some... Uh, Move uh, that put, <laughs> Move I'm putting that up curtains in that motherfucker. So, curtains. yeah, you might see me up in the... Uh-oh, my nigga. We, uh, the price done went up. Today's price <laughs> is not yesterday's price. <laughs> the, the Fat Joe meme. HGTV. What channel? I don't think them trying to Well you married anyway I be trying to think What kind of clout Can you start hosting parties And shit like that Like you seen this nigga On HGTV 
Niggas <laughs> <laughs> like, what? <laughs> he put up some curtains. But um all right, man. We 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 did that. Let's let's get into some things here, man. We talked about recap. all that. The recap. Uh, the uh all right, I mean, y'all already know how I feel. How did y'all feel about the I wanna first of all, first and foremost, I wanna thank everybody that came out to the live podcast. Um <laughs> You know, it was like, man, it was love from top to bottom, man. The food was all gone, all the liquor was gone, and I think, man, all the love, all we, everything we drained. Everybody had a great time. They got home safe. They had a better time than it. You know what I'm saying? Everybody left better than they showed up, man. So I want to thank, first of all, Foolish for coming out later. That was an unexpected guest mm-hmm. that came towards the end. Melody Hearns, Dukes, her cousin, cousins. <laughs> I want to thank. I mean, like, it's so many people I can't even name them. I just want to thank everybody for coming out, man. We just gonna keep doing this thing here man bigger and better mm-hmm. and putting on stuff that you know we we ain't about doing cool shit we want to have fun we want to make that cool again fuck just doing cool shit and say you were somewhere we want you to really leave thinking like man i'm glad i came here but we're, we're, to recap that's just me i want to thank but let's recap it yeah man it was once again another classic classic house party i think this house party because it was the visual element added to it too added a whole different feel because people were actually commenting and watching during the podcast like mm-hmm. josh was uh talking about some of the co- podcasts i think i think man who was that G- uh gemini or no. what is that g I- i'm about to kill your name gemini nine what about her Oh, she was in effect during the... Uh, yeah, she was on the live. Yeah, she was yeah. on the live. I she feel like Riri was on there. I feel like Joy was on there. Mm-hmm. Uh, just some of the some of the, uh, some of of the the faithful. The old faithful was on there kicking it, chiming mm-hmm. in. Some people wanted to make it and they couldn't. And they still, they tapped in and they was mm-hmm. kicking it, bro. Like, we had a conversation. Somehow swinging came back up at the end. We Wait, promoted an even event. Even before we get to that, Dukes once again delivered. Dukes. Mm, yeah. Is like what JD has offered this podcast. Dukes and JD, as far as storytelling, may be neck and neck of like, what the hell be going on with their life? And you you hear stories and you think, okay, this ain't this Can't ain't the real. truth. But then you meet them and you're like, nah, this is the truth. Both of them. In, in this past story from, from the Black Friday podcast, that was one of the wildest stories where I think I was slipping because there were certain details on the replay that I didn't even point out to be like, all right, one second, Dukes, you you did this? Like and you it gotta was watch very it. Entertaining. You wouldn't even understand, like, because Card be ready to tear. Like, it was it was points in there that it was like, but t- for entertainment purposes, we couldn't just go through and pick her whole life apart. So we had to just eat the meat. Card be liking to bust the bone down and suck the gristle out. And yeah, he started like, talking to me about like, it was just it was one of the greatest stories ever told. Yeah. And um the whole the whole arc of the story, how how she ended up in Chicago with the dude. At her friend's mom's house, ended up in a better place where she would have been if she would have went to, went to stay with the dude. It, yep. And then she wasn't even really, it wasn't even his place. He was staying with his homeboy girlfriend. Yeah, so she was going to spend a night for a long time. That's really what that was. Like, cause your name not on the lease. At any point yeah. in time, she got mad. It's three homeless people at that. She'd house. have been looking like Ebony in Players Club, cause she'd have walked home and then seen her, like, Dukes walking around in her panties. But you're not even. And that's the crazy part. You're not even Ebony because yeah, Ebony, Ebony at least was, was the cousin. cousin. Yeah. You coming in outside <laughs> of it, like you know what I'm saying. You ain't even like 60 degrees of separation. You like 194. Like you obtuse angle sitting in there, like. And if you ain't pulling your weight, she really on your 
here like first of all you know women don't like to you know women don't like other women yeah, around house, so it's like yeah. now y'all periods is coming at the same time like she just but she was young she was dumb and you know it, it that was that was like that was crazy that whole we, conversation we, we get into you can highlight that point we gonna get to that point we're, we're, we're just recapping yeah. what happened yeah click that we're getting to that point we get into the Detroit women point. It's more so kind of connecting to the whole Kevin Samuels. Yeah, we get to that snippet. But oh, right now we uh, just recapping we have it the up. podcast. Yeah, yeah, we should play like we a should snippet play a little of that. snippet of it. I mean, I, I want to. Uh, uh, I don't want to lose nobody. Uh, mm-hmm. We did a recap here. Boom, boom, boom. But uh, it was it was fun. Foolish came. Yeah, we also definitely had a whole little stint. Uh, talking about the lifestyle again. At the end, we at actually, the end. at the very end, you find out more about these lifestyle parties because you have to call a specific number, and then they vet you. I guess, I guess you call them. Mm-hmm. You learn something. You find out because all we knew is the date of the party, not the location. We knew who was throwing it, and you had to call yep. and you had to uh, send a picture. I believe they said so. Yeah. You know, if you really want to get down with, listen to the last po- last podcast. They doing yeah. it December the fourth. I won't be able to attend because first of all, I ain't on that tip, and secondly, I got two shows. But I might pop up just to see what's gonna happen. Hilarious! I will definitely just not have a story to tell. But if you watch the live stream, you'll possibly know some people in the house. Yeah, yeah. So definitely that. Yeah. Uh, oh, I feel like we covered a lot. A lot of girls was mad about me. Um, a lot of my female constituency, I like using them kind of words when carry around. Um, <laughs> they felt the way about me saying that guys um, kind of use uh, play a game when it comes to women, and that we we kind of you tell us about the last dude, and we make sure we just do just enough. To beat him out To get what we want from you And I mean I wasn't telling you that To say guys was winning I was just trying to give y'all game So y'all wouldn't lose If that makes sense I got daughters So it's like I'm going to give you the game It's not like how I'm running around Doing it I'm just telling you How y'all lose It's like I'm going to be like Hey y'all doing this And this is why it's not working So a lot of women was like Guys ain't shit And I'm like And I'm just telling y'all that I'm not I'm not debating that I'm not I'm not going back and forth with you I'm just telling you What y'all do So y'all making it sound like I'm like ha ha Y'all stupid It's like no This is what guys do And y'all should stop it might have been in the delivery y'all took me being on some other shit. But no, I was just telling y'all what guys do. Like, I mean, every time I kick it with a woman, she tell me what the last guy didn't do. And I'm like, all right, bet. So I know I just got to be a little bit better than him. Not me personally, but that's just what it is. It's like, if I'm just a little bit better than cuz, I'm in there. You know what I'm saying? So that that stirred up a lot of... uh uh. DMs and uh, comments. And oh, people. when you when you took that snippet out and posted. Yeah, it. I posted. And the thing about it, that all oh, that was the tip of the iceberg. Then was just my yeah. highlights, and then wasn't even all of them. It. I'm talking about Quiaba go crazy, Kari cost my a bitch. EJ no, Kari does not. EJ said fuck. <laughs> EJ EJ don't date black women, so he called them raccoons. Uh, like I ain't never heard nobody uh, use racism. He's like fuck these raccoons. So raccoons. if you go listen to the podcast, it's way more. My shit was just the tip of the iceberg. It's some shit on there. Kari don't call nobody a bitch. I didn't he say was like, nobody. Your host is stupid. EJ didn't say nothing about coons. <laughs> so yeah, before we jump into that one topic, I want to go ahead and say this. Uh... Somebody who was on my uh, list who owed me some pussy is no longer uh, on the market as of right now. Uh, Rihanna is pregnant by ASAP Rocky. So, I mean... I guess Barbados and Harlem. I mean, I don't know what kind of baby shower that's going to be, but that bitch going to be lit. It's going to be, uh, I, I don't know. I, I, I don't know how to feel about it. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I'm not tripping because Rihanna finna get super thick because after you had that baby, Rihanna finna go to another level. So Ace said, Rocky better stay on his toes because <laughs> a thick Rihanna, oh, 
ASAP Rocky a little nigga too. He is. He is. Mm. He is. And I'm just looking at it like, you know, she's she's pregnant. You know, she got all that money. And you know what I mean? Like, I I mean, I had people was disappointed. Like, why ASAP Rocky? And I'm like, nigga, who did you want her to be with? Nigga, like they, you know, she's he's a he's a he's a he's a fly nigga, I guess for the most part. Like he's a worldly nigga. He's into fashion, he and all that. So, you know, he 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 pulled it off, but Rihanna finna get hella thick out here, and that's the thing that I don't think people understand, dog. Like, phew, them babies put that weight on you, and Rihanna finna come back strong. And I can't wait to see it. You know what I mean? And nine, nine times out of ten, this ain't gonna last. So, by that time, my bag will be up, and I'll be where I need to be at. So, y'all will see me at uh, the Met Gala with, with with my two kids, Rihanna, and half of ASAP Rocky, baby. Do you think their stock, you think ASAP Rocky stock rise? You think Rihanna's stock falls? Or you think it all stay the same? Stock as far as what? Like, is, is Rihanna, like, dating down, I guess? Would you say that? Or is ASAP, like, I feel like ASAP Rocky's set for life right now and then but mm. Rihanna I feel like Rihanna would have like more to lose from um, from this whole thing I, I think different I think that she gonna be good I think he definitely depending upon the next move he make especially with that fashion he may be able to uh, get in some rooms he usually wouldn't get into but if anything I think maybe his status rise up her status I, I don't know change. like I don't think it changed just because she already kind of like in a becoming, boss position becoming a mother Always yeah. take women to another level. Like, look Whoa. at Sierra and all that. So, Rihanna only stands to get, like, becoming a mother and then a wife because he got to marry her now. I don't think he's going to do that. He got to. He know. got to. He got to marry so? her. Why Why he, you think? He got I to. think Rihanna, I thought she a bad girl. I thought, though. But now that's when she was young and doing what she's doing. Now she's pregnant. She's a... Uh, uh, Barbados just named her something. They gave her some type of award. Yeah, I think Barbados like cut ties with the queen, so like they're using her as like the image for Barbados instead of the queen of England. Bro, she got a billion dollar uh, lingerie line and yeah. a skincare company. Her, she was just named one of the top ten artists of all time. Now her next level, like I mean, I, I guess she can play that role. Like maybe I mean, whatever her Instagram Madonna is. is bad girl Riri. I, I mean, mean, Madonna did the same thing. But I yeah, mean, Madonna's just, still out here busting it open. But 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 mm-hmm. my yeah, I seen that. But when I look at it with Rihanna, I think the next step. Too. Yeah, I think the next step for her though is straight up. She gonna marry the nigga. Like she's just gonna do that. Whether they stay married is something different. I got you. I but got you. oh, we gonna see next. We gonna see Rihanna next. The business mogul we seeing all that. Mother. Okay. And then we gonna see wife and so wherever it goes from there. Summer so, Walker it, gonna have uh, Rihanna's. I guess it wouldn't be prayer. It'd be Rihanna's. Uh, Nigga, what's Rihanna's the poem on our next that, album? Nigga, what's the ASAP Rocky prayer? Nigga, that's what niggas need to be talking about. What did he get on his knees? Who did he pray to? Man. Who did he pray to? Cameron? Because <laughs> I'm looking at this nigga like, how you put Rihanna down, nigga? Like, but I let's thought, just be I real. I they've been together for a minute, though. They but, was on and off, and then she, she started dating some, a billionaire white guy. And I mean, but he ain't. But the he more her speed. Like, okay, let's say this: the billionaire dude. Do we think he got that kind of money? Do we think ASAP got that kind of money? A billionaire. I dude? don't think it's the money at that but point. Let's just, I'm just. I'm trying to make a point real quick. So, do you think he got that kind of money? My man had no. All right, now let's say this: musically, is he as coveted as Chris Brown? 
No. So it's like, where do he fit in at? But Chris Brown had a whole incident with her where they I get it, but we got why she was with that nigga Chris Brown. Because she was a bigger star at the time. You take that incident away, they they probably still together. They fall off. I think she gave them something. You know what I'm saying? But if, I know, but you take that, but I'm saying you take the whole incident away, they may still be together. But furthermore, I also think it gets to a certain point where like you cover certain expenses Money is money is money is money. Like mm-hmm. ASAP Rocky may have like a mil, two mil. I mean, a billionaire may get a couple other things, but she got her own money. I mean, he ain't asking her for nothing. Like the flyness know. matter more to me. Yeah. The flyness matter more after like a base level of a certain amount of money, just like on our level. Like if a man got a place to stay, a car, and you know, he can take you out from time to time. You know, he may not be like the dude that's making, you know, the sugar daddy that's making, you know, half a million dollars, but he can take care of his own. And it ain't I think about how much rather it ain't about how much yeah. money you get, it's how you spend it. Yeah. If you can spend yeah. your money like it's five hundred thousand. She won't know the difference. But also the fact that you just, you a cooler dude. So it's like, what I just want to, she may not just want to be with that billionaire because the billionaire dude's got probably less time for her. He probably ain't into fashion like her. He probably ain't making the moves where ASAP can move in the studio. Yeah, you know, it. people, shit. He like, yo, roll up this these trees. He rolling up trees for her. Like, it's probably he, all yeah. types of. Nigga wearing like, quilts out. Yeah, it's probably all, and he she cool. probably into that. Like, yeah, it's I mean, probably and other I get that, and why. she, and he probably like yeah. to be strapped. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, shout out to him, dog. Like, if he like to be picked, that's what he on. And okay. um, I don't know about all that because that's, I'm just uh, saying, if Rihanna was like Josh, come here, I'd be like, look, don't say nothing. I don't know about that. Work, 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 work. No, <laughs> all you hear is door closed. Work, 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 work. No, 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 I wouldn't let Rihanna pay me. I'm talking shit, man. I'm just trying to be entertaining on here, man. <laughs> I'm trying to be entertaining on here, man. Quit playing with me, dog. But shout out to that. And like I said, we all are about to get blessed with a thick Rihanna. We always wanted it. She always been cold, little, little slim, little petite situation. But now, once she dropped that little seed, it's, first of all, this baby gonna be worth so much money. It's gonna be so crazy the way these uh, these 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 celebrity, celebrity babies, babies come. Yeah. Like we can't wait to see the little mix, the remix that's gonna come. And you know what I hate is that you never hear nothing about the other people, like they other kids after that, like. ASAP got a kid. We ain't gonna hear him or see this baby with Ronald, the great Rihanna and ASAP no. Rocky baby, no. the Rihanna Rocky baby. No. Like Offset, he keep his, he keep culture with him. Yeah. That nigga got nine kids, bro. I didn't realize he had that many children. That's a lot of children. Hold on, what we got here? My nigga Mur, uh, my nigga Mur Dirt uh, said, "Dog, I wish niggas would have talked about this on that live show you did when I was with my girl. Talk about what, Dirt? <laughs> Dirt was in the back kicking it, man, on the lows. He was in the back kicking it, man. Him and his girls back there sipping on a little, sipping on a little tequila in the back cooling, man. They was back there. That's my baby right there. But yeah, man, I just like I say, Rihanna finna get, she finna get turned. She finna had his baby and um." I guess all is right, man. You know what I'm saying? What's going to happen eventually? So that happened. So what yeah. we, we jumping to next? Uh, we going to go right to the topic. Oh, yeah. We can jump right in there, dog. Uh, so I don't know if we had it pulled up, but um, it was a clip of Kevin Samuel. He was talking to a guy who is actually from the Detroit area, and he was talking basically about how he, can't, he, he wants to find a good woman. And 
Kevin Sanders basically said, bro, you got to leave Detroit. Areas like Detroit, Philadelphia, Chicago, he named these specifically. You might even say Cleveland, but let's just say if you name them four, mm-hmm. if you name them four places, nigga, you can include St. Louis. Mm-hmm. You can include uh, uh, nigga anywhere in Pittsburgh. this area. <laughs> Pittsburgh, Indianapolis. He just said, man, you don't want them kind of women. They, they're not just... I, I, so I wanna, basically anywhere where it's a Big Ten school and black people, <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to date a woman in a Big Ten state where black people exist. Yeah. Or it's a lot of factories, you know what I'm saying? A lot of industrial, yeah, you don't that's want none of that. That's a lot of air pollution. Yeah. That's a big 10. That's a big 10. <laughs> yeah, so what I'm saying is bullshit. Oh, you want to play a little bit of it? Bullshit. Oh, can we? Yeah, if we I was if just going to play it off my phone. All right, play yeah, it off your phone, it, everybody. Yeah. So, we, so, what y'all, so what y'all saying then? If my only chance is to move out of Detroit and find Look, home. man, if, if you had to find a place with some of the most difficult women to deal with, Detroit, Philadelphia, and Chicago are at the top of the list. What have you ever heard of fit, feminine, friendly, cooperative, submissive women coming from Detroit or Philadelphia? You need to leave Detroit. As he says, fair use. Hey, I got fair use. Yeah, I can't leave yet. Mm-mm. Uh, Man, no. <laughs> that, that's ridiculous. I'm going to say this because I'm, I'm going to answer Jim and that question. I've only ever dated women from Michigan. Now, let me say this. Um... It was all from Detroit. I mean, if you if if you in the surrounding area, you from Detroit. So yeah, I've dated most of the women I've dated are from this area, and are some of them difficult? Yeah, are some of them submissive? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But I, I'm not going to just relegate that to just say, like, that's all girls in the city of Detroit. But I, I have seen y'all take pride in being like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Guys take me for granted. They think I'm just a girl, but I'm really a, uh, what do they say? Like, I'm a real nigga. <laughs> like, they take pride uh, in acting like niggas. I, all right. And, and we've seen that meme go around, too. Like, uh, I don't even know who put that up first. Like, Detroit girls is, like, real whatever. But I still feel like... It's trade-offs with every type of woman, you know, being that I mostly have dated women from Detroit because I'm in Detroit. But at the same time, even the women outside of Detroit, you may get a little bit of something different than what you get in a Detroit experience. But then it takes away from some of the other stuff that, like, just culturally you get down with with a woman from the D. So I've had friends tell me that they wife ain't here. And I ain't going to say his name, Dez. But Hilarious. he was just like, my Hilarious. wife ain't here. And I was like, I, wow. So my thing is this, Carl. If you only ever dated women from Detroit, how come you ain't, how come you single right now? I've dated women outside of Detroit. So, but I'm like, I'm like it, it's said, This shit ain't for the week. Yeah. What, okay. Now, if he want to say that, I, I it, but this you is You agree with what he's saying then. But what I'm saying is like, with it's other shit that you deal with, with women outside the D. But in Detroit, yeah, I mean, I, I think it's, I, I it's a harder, it's a harder edge. But it almost it 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 helped prepare you for dealing with women differently. But even why do you our, have to be, mothers? Why, do you, why it, do you have to be prepared to date somebody? Like why can't I just date you and find the one that I want? Now this this the funny thing about it. I just watched a girl on live who was talking like a nigga. She was on there like, yeah, bro, these niggas out here talking this and that. And nigga, I got my own bag. Nigga, you come stunning on me. I fuck some shit up and show you. I go fuck up a couple racks and wooty woo. And I see why you want to fuck them. I got a fat ass and a fat pussy. And niggas be wanting to trick, but I ain't trying to do all that. But if a nigga do want to trick, she said. 
if a nigga want to trick with him, she still got to be attracted to him. So a nigga can't just fuck you because he got the cash. You got to also like what he look like. You're like, eh. I think that's always the case. Nah, dog. I think it's always hey, the case. If you tricking, you got to take the money, bitch. No, it it, it, it ain't Walmart. Yeah, what I'm is. saying, it, you don't get to you don't get to choose what you like, hoe. What I'm saying is women can always move the goalposts, whatever it may be. So, like, that's that's part of adapting to what the fuck going on, bro. Like, you ain't no... DJ, where you meet your no wife at? Where your wife from? Uh, she is from Rochester. That said it all right there. I'm going to Rochester. <laughs> Hilarious. Yeah, she from, well, yeah, Metro Detroit. I don't hear the ladies, you know what I'm saying? I mean, we got people in here tapping in, but I'm not, I'm not seeing nobody really saying shit, so I'm assuming. I mean... This I, don't exist in Florida. This like these the like yeah. I never heard difficult of women. Yeah. No difficult yeah. women don't exist in Florida. Difficult you out of your mind. Difficult women everywhere. don't it's exist. It's a different type in of Houston. difficult here. Okay, now I, all I, men. What is the difference? It's on all men here. <laughs> okay, wait. All right, now Hell nah. see, this is where I look at it differently. It's it's all mad everywhere, but maybe like uh-huh. we look at it like it's a it's a it's all man everywhere. It's a like what was the what was the eighty five Bears defense? What was that the uh, the forty six defense? Yeah, nigga. okay, okay. Oh, Detroit Bears. may be like the forty six defense, <laughs> and other places may be like the four three. And you just named one of the greatest defenses <laughs> of all time. So to sit here and say it's not levels to this shit, you talking about nigga? Yeah, this ain't the Tampa two Buccaneers. Uh, <laughs> this the forty six Bear defense, nigga. They only gave up thirteen points that season. <laughs> okay, and that and, and you. Be be better prepared for when you go to a 4-3 or 3-4. Why do you have to be better prepared? You don't have... Don't train me. Don't be difficult to train me. Like, I shouldn't have to be strong or I, this shit ain't for the weak. Bitch, I'm here to love Let you. I'm ask, supposed to be vulnerable. Can I ask y'all this? What makes a woman difficult? Like, like what... what like, define a difficult woman. Uh, we went through some of the points in, in the in the... In the podcast at the at the house party, like I said, sometimes really the communication. So you're you're speaking to a woman, and then it's like, okay, listen to what I'm saying, and then they're like, okay, but I want to listen to your body language, and you're like, hear me out. But she's listening more to your body language than she's listening to what you're saying. That shit can be difficult. And then furthermore. They want to tell you something, and then they're not going to tell you. They expect you to listen to their body language instead of listening to what they say. And even with uh, uh, what that was like Duke's cousin that even said, if you see me, you looking at me all the time, so you should know what I'm thinking and what I'm feeling. And it's like, how do you know that? They're not acting like that in Little Rock, Arkansas. I certain places wholeheartedly disagree. Certain places, bro. Like I said, All okay, I, I can say this. From my dealings with dating women down south, I was in I was down south for a while. The women down there do submit. They do submit. They kind of just kind of cater more to making sure a man you know, you know, they gonna have their difficulties. Women gonna have their issues. They gonna be emotional, and that shit you gotta come with. But it's like, I I don't wanna have to deal with a bitch talking about, okay, whole ass nigga, I got more money than you. You ain't this. You ain't that. Like coming at you like a nigga would. I, coming I, at you like a nigga would, and and screaming out, nigga, don't make me call my brother. Like I ain't somebody brother, bitch. Somebody call me when they getting into it. So it's like. And I know I'm going to the extremes. I know I'm going to the extremes. And when I say this, but I'm just saying, like, I mean, from my, my from my small window of dating, women outside of Michigan or just Detroit in general, I mean, they just, they a little harder. And I don't know if it's because of the, I, I, the environment made them like that, but it is just a little different. It's just a different 
But I, I, I do got a point on this too, because I spoke with uh, the OG uh, in this Coco the other day, and she was kind of on the same topic. I do think one of the big differences here is it's a lot of women, even in my family, that feel as though I don't need no man, I don't want no man. Mm. Like, so you kind of got to hop that fence alone. In other places, it's different when women just straight up say, I want a man and I really feel that I'm better in a relationship. Getting a lot of women from Detroit to say that is damn near like pulling teeth. You know, and women may feel like getting a man to say that it may be like pulling teeth, but like we not reversing it. That. We not We're just speaking that. in the woman's space. A lot of women in Detroit are hardcore when it comes to even feeling as though I need a man or I would like a man or I want to be in a relationship. And they, in other places, when dealing with women, it's a, it's even like a different. I want to be with you. I really want to spend time with you. They will explicitly let it be known that. I want to build something with you. They treat you like an option, my G. Whereas they here, you, yes. Yeah, they treat you like you you're an option. They mm-hmm. like, nigga, you you are dispensable. And it's like yes. you know, and I and I mean I and I get it. Maybe they coming like that because some dude treated them like they wasn't shit. But it's like, listen, you ain't gotta let me know in 15 minutes you don't gotta be here and but, you can do but, this and I can go wherever I wanna go. I understand that I'm here because I want to be here. And I don't wanna fight with you every day about bullshit. And um, I don't want to fight with you about money. Okay, cool. You got money. I love that. You got it popping. You doing your thing. You don't need me for shit. Cool. That's great. These are some of the things that made me uh want to be with you. This made this is what attracted me to you. You're not a weak woman at all. But my thing is this. Tone it down. You know what but I'm saying? If been, I want to date a nigga, I move to San Francisco. But they've been groomed in that. That's hilarious. But they've been groomed a lot of in gay that. niggas in San Francisco. They've been groomed in that. For a while though It's kind of like that What's the uh, biggie And sky's the limit Give my daughter This college plan So she don't need no man It's like Family even encourages The whole idea of Don't be needing no man Don't be wanting no man You can be okay Being single You you know what I'm saying Like That Happens Often So I would say They may come From the perspective Of that Off jump Gemini Gemini said that podcast I was speaking of Good Oh yeah, just a topic. My cousin said, "Hey, what your cousin say? Hey, about what she ain't about with her bow leg self." <laughs> um, and like I said, most of the time, bow legged women are very submissive. Hilarious, <laughs> hilarious. Okay, They're very I submissive. Definitely, I can't I walk can't around looking like that. Forrest Gump with them I braces on their legs. I can't speak on that. But and then when they see a good nigga, they start running, and then they leave. But even that right there, that's a good topic because usually when you say, "Would you submit to a man?" A woman's response is usually, we about to go through this whole scenario. Let's go through it. If a man, if I'm the man saying, would you submit to a man? What do a woman usually say, Josh? Nigga, I wouldn't know. But you mean, oh, uh, I, I would submit to a, I would submit to a man who deserves to be submitted to. That's it right there. Whereas the whole concept is already basically saying like, look. In reality, you got to prove to me you worth submitting to. So basically, I'm not submitting until you prove your submission worthy. As opposed to like going into it saying to yourself, and I can say that a lot of the women in the South that I've connected with are because they like the family structure. They're more built around the idea of a man of, being the head of the household. Yeah. Because they took him away from the household down south. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, we get to this whole thing where they they took the man away. So when the man is there, they want to appreciate it and they want to put him on a pedestal and make sure that, you know what I'm saying, he is 
held up. So up here, they like, you know, men are disappearing. They're in jail. They don't want to be around or whatever. It's like, fuck a man. I don't need a man. He left. So not every man is, every man is damn near like, you know what I'm saying, ostracized for that. But, but like you say, it's like, I just hate to test. Everything you got to do, I got to see if you're worthy to be fucked with. I got to see when I'm fucking with you, should I submit to you? And when I submit to you, are you worthy to lead me? And it's just all these tests after test after test. And it's like, all right, dog, this feel like I'm trying to get into Harvard. And girls, just, and girls in Brooklyn ain't like that, huh? I think it's levels to it. I still think the defense, but, but I guess if Josh was talking, yeah, it's a strong defense. But, I mean, Murph even put it, you know, because they got to be hard with fake tough dudes uh, out here. And now they just been conditioned to have to keep their guard up. That's what he's saying. So mm. they, they're conditioned to keep their guard up to the point where it's like, damn, you know what I'm saying? Sometimes you... You know, I, I mean, I think we respond as men, or, or at least I do, and I think my homeboys do sometimes too. We're responding basically counterpunching kind of how they come at us. So she waiting for us to prove we were submitting to until she submit. It's only going to be oh so far I'm going to go because I got to guard my emotional sanity. Yeah. So it, we end up in this weird loop of like – you know, uh, of of the other entity of where women say, you just playing games because you ain't taking nothing serious. But it's like, well, shit, how can I take it serious when you ain't opened up the window to allow me to be serious? Because one person is going to have to give in before the other. And that's the scary part. Everybody is scared to give in because nobody want to look stupid when, they, when it don't work. And I always preach this. No matter what happens in a relationship, no matter how many times you've been hurt, I don't care if it's five, six, seven, eight, twelve hundred times, like you're gonna find out what love ain't more than you're gonna find out what love really is. Like, you know what I'm saying? You're gonna once what real love is, you're gonna find it. And that's once. So you you're gonna find out, like you're gonna date somebody and be like, oh, no, that ain't what love is. Mm, that ain't what it is. I thought it was this then. I thought it was that. Until you meet that person and be like, oh, this is love. So like like he just said, for the most part, you're gonna get fucked over or you're gonna just not feel like you didn't get what you wanted out of the thing. And you gotta just keep going at it. You gotta keep loving the same way. That's just only way it's gonna work, man. You gotta put it all in. But also, I think too, um, in that same zone, it it it's so it's so like just trying to listening to women can be a, a very active thing. It, it can be difficult because sometimes you'll meet a woman and one of the first topics, this is usually one of the topics with dating Detroit women. The first, one of the first topics is always as we get serious is how long do you want to live here? Do you plan on living here the rest of your life? Do you want to be here? And usually I've found a lot of women say they don't want to be here the rest of their life. So being that I do want to be here the rest of my life, that changes a lot of stuff too. So it's like, okay, how serious can we be? Because I want to move. I got a cousin in Phoenix. I got a cousin in uh, North Carolina. I got an uh, 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 uncle in Atlanta. I got, you know, some ties in New York. I think it'll be a better opportunities in LA or San Diego. So that alone puts a whole new like lens on stuff. You know, period. I think a lot of women that are from Detroit, it's not a lot of roots that are settled. Whereas, like, a lot of people I know, like, in Dallas and Houston, I'm speaking on Texas because it seems like a lot of people now is moving to Texas. They are setting their roots up there. So maybe women approach dating differently when they say, this is where I want to be for life. This is what I heard. 
Hold on. Uh, Gemini just asked. I'll go back up. She said, so y'all three single. Uh, I'm single. Kari kind of still in the streets. And EJ is... Uh, he married. I'm married. He yes. married. He all the way out the game. He not even tripping. He got his one. He went to Rochester. He ain't never looked back. <laughs> um, married crew in the building. I don't know what that means. Oh, you married Jim and I? Um, and it's funny you brought up Houston because I had I haven't I've never been to Houston, but I've had people who went, and they say Houston is full of super bad, beautiful, educated women because it's like a bunch of colleges in that area, HBCUs. It's a bunch of black dollar running around there, like it's just black business owners and everything. And they say the women are gorgeous, but they cool as hell, and they got to be because unlike here in a place like Detroit, let's say. Bad is relative to your own taste. Yeah, like bad is just you know what I'm saying it's relative to proximity. It's what's around. So in Detroit, let's just say the baddest motherfucker here, she walk around with her nose all up. You know what I'm saying? Like nigga, don't talk to me, don't touch me. I got my own money, woody woo. But in Houston, it's twelve thousand of them running around there, and I'm just under. I'm like, and that's undercutting. They bad, and they down there like these hoes. I heard niggas say they're like, we pump your gas like bad bitches working at the Dollar Tree cashiers. It, I can't say from going to Houston. Nigga, James Harden used to live down there. Them hoes was humble. Hilarious. <laughs> uh, from going to Houston, I can definitely say that there are a lot of attractive women, and that is one of the places that I've been where, like, women will— they'll, Houston, Atlanta, uh, Dallas— these are places where women, multiple women have approached me like direct, like straight line, not not like playing around and the whole thing like, hey, you about to buy that? You know, like I, I get approached here in Detroit. It's like I got to pick up the context clues in Houston. It's like, what are you doing? Are you in town? Are you trying to go out and get something to eat tonight? And it's like, damn, this shit, you know, it throws you off kind of. So, mm. and, you know, and attractive and got shit going. But yes, I think sir. a lot of that has to do with the fact that the women I know that are usually in Houston want to be in Houston. I don't know how many women want to be in Detroit. But that don't defend your case of being at these women here a little bit more difficult than they are somewhere else. If you can give me the example of that, you just walking around uh, a, a packed sun somewhere in the mall. I don't know why you shopping in there, but you at packed sun. <laughs> <laughs> and somebody walk up to you and be like, what are you doing today? That's never happened to you in Detroit. No, no girl has ever walked up and seen you. Never. And you could have, you could be dressed to the nines. Whatever you got on could be whatever. She not coming at you. Not to say that makes you, not to say that women should do that, but the fact that them women are open to doing that just lets you know that they just a little bit more open to uh, being submissive, in my opinion. These no. women here, bro, like, I don't speak. Like I play these bitches like they play. I act like a bad bitch. They they walk around they bad. I say nothing to them. They don't say nothing to me. And then they play it like you act like you don't want to say nothing. It's just it's just like that. Like even at ski weekend. Hold on, pull that down real quick. No, I don't want to see that yet. With ski weekend, bro. I'm up there, so I get the mix. I get to meet them all. So the girls from Detroit up there, and they walking around like you know they you know queen of the ball. And then girls from Tennessee and Houston, they walk around, and bro, it was up at a certain point. It was like, nigga, I'm about to move to Tallahassee. Hilarious. Tell T Pain, I'm on the way. Hilarious. Tallahassee Pain. Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying, man. My so example, it's just girls you, in the South, then. Not necessarily. I, what we saying dealing. is, what we saying is, I think. I mean, this is where we differ. I do think that 
how you look at staying here has a whole lot to do with like how you set your roots and how you do anything. Cause like, if you looking at it, like I ain't going to be here that long and I really don't want to be here. You're going to move differently than a person that's like, no, I'm really here and I'm going to stay. So I assume like a place like Vegas where people probably don't live their whole life. Women is probably just as difficult there. So you making it based upon where they're going to be living at. Like yeah. that, that, that's just weird. Well, then Cause he- I mean, it's not even that bro. Like you got to think like they've been difficult nigga when we was 14 and they didn't know where they was going to be. Yeah, like but they just even at difficult. 14, at 14, you add variables they to it, like to, they, they're gonna move and all. That. It's like bro, at fourteen they did not see themselves staying here. Difficulty don't have difficulty. Honey. You ain't seen no AKAs till you seen how are you? I went to Howard. Uh, I was doing something on the radio down there, and I was down there for I, I I went to the homecoming. I didn't go. I was just down there when homecoming weekend was going on. I was blessed to be down there, and I caught like the tail end of it. And I was sick that I didn't go to HBCU. It was like that, the mecca. She said the mecca. The uh, I mean, even in DC, it, it's still a, it's a different vibe. Like approaching DC women in Detroit. Through. Approaching women in Detroit, I feel like as a person that used to post COVID, I don't know how this works, but um, approaching women in Detroit, you you definitely got to be on your toes. You can't just walk up. I don't think at least I don't feel confident enough to walking up to a woman in Detroit mm. and saying, hello, I believe you're attractive. My name is Kari and I would like to find out more about you. Well, pussy nigga, get the fuck from around me. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you got to approach a woman in Detroit. You got to walk up to him and say, hey, look, I'm not here to rob you. <laughs> I'm not going to rape you. Listen, relax, okay? I just wanted to let you know, I, yes, I have money. Uh, I'm a very, <laughs> yes, I'm, I have money. I'm very well off, and I'm down to spend it. <laughs> and I was just seeing, like, if you, I mean, would you want to go get a hookah? Would you like to go to Benihana or some of that nature? I'll pay for everything. I won't touch you. We can go. You can take pictures of the food, not like I'm even there. We're going to hold a conversation, and you don't even have to say nothing back. I'm just going to talk to you almost in a monologue format, and however we play it from that point there, and if you decide to want to kick with me again, then cool. That's, that's how you approach a woman in Detroit. That's difficult. That that takes a lot, but what he's saying is like the, uh, what do they call that? That's the pretense of like basically what you have to present through body language, through whatever you got to do, like a joke to break the ice or whatever. That base, What he just said is kind of how you got to deliver that shit because if you don't deliver it like that you definitely can't just deliver it in a square box like I think you're attractive and I want to find out more she about said, you Josh, ain't never had to approach somebody like that oh okay damn go back up to my nigga murder said Mur- murder this said. one yeah yeah these females out here be too uh, a little cocky for uh, a little more cocky but I think that's just because everybody here feel like they got to prove shit for some reason and I give you that Detroit is a place man where I don't know why we got this uh, uh, we got this entitlement bro where it feels like you know we got to have more money it's the, I've never heard no. I've never never heard uh, I've never been to a place where they call a nigga broke so bad. Like, like yeah. niggas is just everybody walk around here acting like they Jeff Bezos. Nigga, you ain't getting no money. It's like, what do yeah. you mean? We all eating Coney Island, bro. Like, what do you mean? Yeah. Like, and I guess that conditions make you be make you move like that. Mm-hmm. So I mean, insecurities, it's insecurities. Everybody ego is up. Everybody got their fronts up, and it's like, dog, come on, bro. I mean, like. You can't really be in the city no more like that, nigga. Like, I don't know, bro. It, it is like that. It's weird. That's why I just don't even get involved, bro. I kind of... Every rapper in Detroit, man, it's they, it's they, it's they, it's their job to make you feel like you ain't shit when they done rapping. Basically. <laughs> you I mean, ain't but no money. that... That whole attitude of flossing, and I think even from women, like, yeah, it, it make you, you know, it, it make you like it, it, it 
has the moves that you make where you got to prove a lot. So it's just too much capping out here in the cities. Don't be competition like it is here. But once we realize, I guess once we realize we ain't in competition, we can be straight, dog. Because you know, at the end of the day, dog, these ball players is making damn near a billion dollars, bro. I don't care how much drugs you sell, how many cars you swipe. But again, I take that back. Like Kari said, I mean, you can, you know, Mahomes got all that money, but you know, if a nigga out here he got six figures and he's spending like that, you would never know the difference. We going out of town, we drinking the finest shit, we doing what we love to do. Go down. Wish I had some Coney Island. She said, Josh, you ain't never had to pro somebody like that. But you do kind of. Like, when you walk up to a woman, I, well, maybe this is me. I don't touch them. Mm-hmm. I keep the conversation like, hey, here, here. I don't get too close. I speak loud enough, not too loud to scare the bitch, and not too close to where I'm up in her grill. And I just keep it real like, hey, you know what I'm saying? I mean, I seen you over there. I ain't know you wanted something to drink. I mean, are you here with somebody? You kind of just got to play it like, it's almost like playing operation, dog, and you trying to get that collarbone out. You like, nigga, I don't want to <laughs> hit this nerve. And this bitch nose light up. Yeah. Yeah, you just got to be, it's like walking, you know what I'm saying? It's like in Bad Boys 2 when they was walking and they had the lamb ass up. Mm-hmm. It's like that, man. Y'all got a lot of lamb ass, you know what I'm saying? Unless a nigga established, like, you know, I don't know. I, I ain't going to lie. I kind of shit where I eat a lot. So, you know, after I do comedy, I kind of be like, all right, that ice already broke. You know, I'm some, you know what I do. You kind of already got a feel for me. So it's like, let me have that pussy now. But even if the ice is broke, you still got to be real mindful, um, period. But I, I think, if anything, it's like, it's a blessing. So if you can operate here, you know, it just arms you with more skill sets to operate in other places. I mean. But you don't you need know. them skill sets in Houston. <laughs> a bitch will pump your gas. <laughs> Nigga, I, my, my niece had a birthday party. We went to Minis. I'm walking in, and I guess they didn't know we was a part of the party. So uh, her homegirl had a homegirl with her. Her homegirl had a friend with her and was like, Josh, can you pay her way to get in? So I'm like, all right, I guess. And it was like $30. And I was like, all right, fuck it. I'm going to just pay the 30 It's my niece's birthday. Um, luckily, we didn't have to pay the 30 because people who knew us there mm-hmm. knew we come to the party. It was like, just tip old girl. So I tipped. I threw some money in there. Old girl didn't even look, say thank you. Yeah. That, and that in my yeah. head is like, at the very least, you give a nigga, you touch a nigga like, oh, thank you. I appreciate that. I didn't have to spend no money on you, homegirl. That definitely. Money I, I don't know if that's a just Detroit thing. I gotta think about my Rolodex, but you made me mad. You, your money. I, I I think the average woman probably don't even know how much dates be costing sometimes, bro. Because they ain't taking themselves out. What you say, EJ? Go. No, what I was gonna say Switch was you. the only thing. Because you said, I want to go back to your point about like how uh, you're saying like people don't want to stay in Detroit mm-hmm. yeah. because he said women are difficult in Chicago, too. And them bitches don't never leave Chicago. So it's like, what was the difference? What do you think the difference okay. is there? OK, now want want to want to leave versus actually leaving are two totally different things. You, you kind of feel what I'm saying? Because like mentally in your mind, if you don't want to be here, you're going to move differently. So like if you think I'm not going to be here, then it's like, why would I date Detroiters and all of that stuff? Now you may stay here for your whole damn life. You may live to be 100 years old and stay in your same city. But mentally, you like, I'm in this city, but I really am in LA. I'm in San Francisco. I can't wait till opportunity presents itself so 
I can move to another country. I guarantee you they're so, difficult there, bro. Period. I guarantee you if you go to Detroit, I mean, I guarantee if you go to Atlanta or if you go to wherever they're moving to, you can tell. Like, that just, that's just something built from in the them. D. <laughs> I guarantee you. It may take some time for after a while. They're like, who is this mean but, bitch over here eating turkey legs? But time out, time out. I do have this experience. I don't know if you that had this experience. Have you ever went down to Atlanta and hooked up with uh, somebody, a, a, a woman you knew from Detroit after she'd been in Atlanta for like a year and a half? Mm-hmm. Cause that's happened to me a couple times, where it's like, damn. In the D, she wouldn't even want to like. In the D, she was busy. She had all this shit to do. Now I just happened to like, you know, shoot the tech. You know, I'm I'm like, yo, I'm in the ATL, and then it's like in my inbox, hey, what you doing? What you want to do? Uh, I can pull up, and it's like your whole attitude shifted because you in a market with way more women, way less and that's men. That's what I said. So it humbles them damn. because they've adjusted. You know, they've adjusted to the market, and they usually end up it's coming like, back to the D. It's like that athlete who was the man in his high school. But now you go, go to college. And he like, mm-hmm. these niggas running four tools? Yeah. And then you go back, and you just coach your high school team, and these, yeah. you just with the nigga that yeah. did it. But the funny thing about that is, and this might even go against my point. Once I'm trying to make no point, I'm just telling you my perspective. My guy went out to Houston and did his thing or whatever, and they ran, and they ran into some chicks from Detroit. And the chicks was like, niggas out here so lame. And so they kind of miss niggas from the creek. So it's just like if yeah. y'all if we if y'all just figure out to just simmer down some man and melt some of that ice and let's just figure it out, you can build with you a nigga from around the way. You know what I'm saying? Do y'all open doors for women all the time and I regret it. Hilarious. <laughs> I, I don't regret it. I but. regret it. Cause it's like you 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 walk. I mean, I guess it's it is, you know what I mean? A gentleman's supposed to do that, but it's like like and this is the funny thing about this, Gemini, and I ask women this. What do y'all do that shit? What 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 is a woman's version of chivalry? And that, see, that's that's what's so risky too. Because as a man, damn near anything they do, they th- anything we do, they think we trying to smack. So it's usually it's usually like older women that appreciate shit like that. If you open the door for like a woman that's like sixty and above, she'll be like, "Thank you, young man," or something like that. Or it'll be like, "You're looking handsome today, young man," or something like that. Yeah, Whereas you know. a woman your age or in the possibly you would smack uh, age range. Their whole the way they even interact with you is like so. I guess you so now when you're doing chivalrous things for women, you got to open the door and be like, "I'm not trying to fuck you." Basically, yeah. I don't want none of that pussy. I was just raised right. Yeah, <laughs> yep. And even when you say that, they still don't think. Nigga, that. I believe you want some of this pussy. I, I they still don't think that. You so sweet, yellow Care Bear and all. Yeah, I definitely got that bitch a Care Bear, and hey, she's from Mississippi. But that just show you when a woman's fed up, it ain't nothing you can do about it. Word to my nigga R. Kelly. <laughs> when a woman's fed up. La da 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 da. Walked out that bitch like la oh la da da. Hilarious. It, but yeah, I mean they. they it, it, and then this is the other weird they thing. They still got some baddies. They do. It's bad. It's beautiful women. It's beautiful women all over. And I will say this. We got some of the most beautiful women yeah. on earth. Yeah. But I will also say attitude takes you down a notch or two for me. So you can be a nine because in reality, that's really a, it's not too many tens in the world. You can be a nine naturally. You know what I'm saying? But once your attitude ain't right, it kind of bring you down to about a six to me. I don't care how fine you is. You can be Rihanna. If you got your attitude fucked up, it knock you down to me, dog. It's like, what am I talking to you for if you got this whole attitude, your face crunched up? None of that shit mean nothing. You you just a bad bitch and you know, like you got a shit all the time. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I'm good on you. I'd rather be with a seven who just cool as shit. Yeah. A six that's cool as shit. I mean... 
Yeah, because at the end of the day, you kind of just want to kick back and be cool versus having to deal with the whole fact that, like, every step of the way, I feel like I have to prove something. It has to, like, I feel like I have to prove that I got the most entertaining shit that you want to do or what you're most interested in. Take you to the restaurant that you really want to go to. Travel to the places you want to travel to. Buy you the gift that you want. You know what I'm saying? Help you with whatever else it's like god damn this shit is exhausting all you just gotta do is have a good time that be all I wanna do like I don't I don't need nothing else I don't need no you know I just wanna show up and you just have a I, your smile is confirmation enough to me to be like bet we having a good ass time that's all that's all we really be wanting man like at the end of the day it, we, like as long as you happy and I think you had a good ass time it's like nigga I did it nigga touchdown you ain't gotta say nothing else to me niggas don't need much dog we really just sincerely want y'all to be happy dog but yeah. I'm on my way to Rochester cuz on my way to Rochester how far is that that's about 45 <laughs> right up 75 my brother <laughs> it's about 30 I'm but, about to go play in a blizzard dog <laughs> but I I think bow-legged blizzard bow-legged blizzard but white I, girls with bow-legged or is that just black women I, no I think it's nowadays universal. okay you know what I'm saying they uh they evolved over the years yeah. bro but uh, but Eco and them look at Chris look look at I remember girls was so mad at this nigga <laughs> Big Sean they was like why would he go do that I'm like he been around black woman his whole life and they probably was like ugh you can't rap ugh you ugly and now this nigga went and started meditating he gained some weight and started lifting and then he met Janae Eco and look at her all she do is praise this nigga talk about how good his dick is it probably ain't even like that but she just tell him your dick is the best you rap better than Drake like she's just saying all this great shit to this nigga behind the scenes and this nigga ain't did nothing but grow his skin ain't clear his mama used to be the his grandma used to be the chief of police around here man y'all just don't appreciate it but I mean I think all of that kind of go back into that can be hard for a woman to do because even on this podcast alone, we've heard women say, I did that for a man. I used to do that for a man. And then I got shitted on. So I'm never doing that again. So some of the guard comes up from their past heartbreak or their past experiences. So, you know, I, I the hardcoreness. When when you when you ask about their hardcoreness, they will tell you this is why I'm hardcore. But what if you sit here and say, because they always say the uh, definition of insanity is doing the same thing and expecting a different result. You've been living like this for so long. When do you just say, all right, this way ain't working and I should probably open up and try to get something different, my G? Like, that's just kind of how I look at it. You know what I'm saying? Like, But I don't think a lot of women even know how to, like— you got like, like Gemini, like okay, Gemini. How how do women approach me? Because most women don't know how. How if you it okay, and and you're married, but what do you think is the best way to approach a man? Like if you're interest, if a woman's interested in a man, what should she do, when, and when, what's the proper way to? When you engage? out on the girls, when you on the girls trip with your home girls, and you out here playing single out in Tulum or wherever y'all do that, at, how you cut in the cuz? Yeah, I, I think women should just, you know, while we waiting on their answer, mm-hmm. I legit just think women just got to, uh, because submitting comes natural to them. That's why they hate to do it. And they try hard and put these words. It's like you want to do this thing because it feels right. Just like it feels right for me to any woman I'm around. I'm trying to protect. I, I just feel right protecting them. You understand what I'm saying? It just comes naturally to me to like if niggas is tripping to put them behind me. Like, nigga, like I said, they got to fight in that. What you call it? I grabbed T-Bar and I grabbed a bitch that wasn't T-Bar. Like, bitch, I don't know. You get on. <laughs> Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like 
that comes natural to a man to buy you something, to take care of you, your food. So to them, submitting comes naturally. And I know it feels good. It's like, come on, dog. But it's very response. hard. She said proper submission. Explain, Expand on that. So, like, how do you even show him that it's proper submission? We, we slow here. Like, we don't know what that means. But I do think a lot of this shit deals with, like, their insecurities match with our insecurities. So, like I say, it ends up being like a cycle of two people that just don't know. See? She old school. I choose and I don't speak and wait for him to make the first move. So basically, without you don't smile, you don't twirl your hair, you don't uh yeah. How do I know? How do I know that I'm chosen? You don't poke that ass out towards the nigga. You don't stare at him. You just sit there and expect that nigga to be like, "Hey man, this girl over here ain't speaking to me, man. I probably should make." It's <laughs> <laughs> unheard of. Because if 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 that, then we think we a creep. Because that's the other thing. We got that whole label of being a creep, and women label. It damn near seemed like if you talk to women, 95% of men are creeps. Bro, I had a cold. I saw the coldest meme. I saw the coldest meme the other day this girl put up. And uh, she said, uh, if you like me, get in my inbox. Because how else am I supposed to know? She said, because scared dicks don't get sucked. Hilarious. <laughs> I was like, Hilarious. you got that. You did that. A simple convo ain't shit to show interest for me. That's what I'm saying. All of it. A simple convo ain't shit. I guess shit. she said she do all of it. So interest for me. Uh, she says she do all of that. So I guess she twirls her hair around and then she poke her ass out and. Well, you look. just said you gave all those clues. What yeah, do you do? You just saying all of well, it. You're right. I gave her the game. Then I, I guess I gave her the answer to that. So that she don't have to answer for it. So what? What is it that women should do? Like if you were to give a woman uh, context clues, especially in this whole Me Too era, and men got shit to lose, shit, you pick up the wrong context clue because that's the other angle of it. It's a lot of dudes that. Are, are sitting saying, well, maybe she's just silent and just overstepping their bounds and now they in the creep zone. And that's the worst shit ever. You don't ever want to be coming off as on creep. I found a great one, then been loyal, then been loyal for years. Well, congratulations, man. I'm glad you loyal and yeah. found you somebody. Right. And, you know, that's what we all trying to uh, send to. Everybody trying to find that, man. Like I said, I'm in Detroit, so I'm assuming she's here. And um, yeah. I'm going to travel. I mean, you know what I'm yeah. saying? And if she's there, she's there. But... I don't know. Kevin Samuels, he, I mean, I don't know. And all the places he named is on the list for murder capital. So I don't know if, if that's got to be some wrong dude will mess up everything or girl. But like I said, at the end of the day, I don't know. I mean, maybe it has something to do with how we raised, where we at. You know, maybe the hard exterior is like, you know, you can't let everybody in because you never know. You know, maybe it's more of a, like a safety thing more than it is like a heart to protect that. I so, that. you know. I'm not going to say Cuz was wrong, but I can see what he can When he said that, I was like, man, he ain't really off. You know what I'm saying? Like, I've only ever dated black women, and I've only ever dated women that's from Michigan. And when I say Michigan, the Detroit area. Cuz, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's all I know. You got the Mississippi. Outside of them. Like, outside mm -hmm. of, and that was one chick. And she got me together. Like, the rest of these hoes got me together. <laughs> so it's like, but she was way more like, nigga. She was way more submissive. So shout out, shout out, shout out to her. I want y'all to uh, talk about submissive too, because yeah, I want out in the streets. I'm in the podcast. Studio. EJ, what does what does submissive mean to y'all? Like, because that should be confused. It's like, did she just let you do whatever you want? Like, what, like, what, what does that even mean? Let a man be a man. Around a little bit. No, what? no, never that. Let a man be a man. What let does me that handle mean? it. Like, let me take care of the stuff that needs to be taken care of. You know, uh, if it's if if we hear something downstairs. You stay up here. 
Let me figure this shit out because if you come down here, now I got to worry about what happened to you and what's going on down here. You know, like if it's a problem, don't panic. Trust that I'm going to take care of it, whether that's today or if I got to make payment arrangements. But let me be a man and don't feel like because I didn't come through in the clutch right then and there that I feel like, you know what I'm saying? Submit and and let me lead. Everybody's leadership is different. You know what I'm saying? Like it just really comes down to that because women... Women want to be so much in control and at the same time want you to be in control. It's like, well, damn, at what point do I get to fly the plane? At what point do I get to fly the plane when you like, well, go here and go there? It's like, well, huh, you take the motherfucking plane and fly this bitch. Because you keep telling me what to do. I'm a capable pilot, bitch. I can fly this bitch upside down. Flight. <laughs> <laughs> What's that? That Denzel Washington yeah. Denzel shit. <laughs> yeah, but in reality, what Josh just said that that's what submission is. It's it's having a willingness to trust to trust, or and if you don't trust, have faith in me to make the situation best. You know, even if it's I get it right one of those situations time. where it's one of those situations where you're not gonna keep questioning or keep prying or keep. Uh, you know, bringing up old shit or whatever. It just like you're gonna let go and say, "All right, he's not gonna leave me broke, ass out, and destitute." How? And it's weird because I think from my dating experiences, I hear some of the some of the most fucked up stories about what men have done to women to the point where it's like, okay, I understand why you got this guard up. But at the same time, it's like, why are we even still here? Why why are you entertaining interacting with me if you ain't ready to try some new shit? Because if you gonna blame me for some shit that the last dude did, then why the fuck are we even trying this shit? Like, what the fuck? How far into meeting a new woman do you know she's submissive? Actually, I think it comes off bail. From my from my experience, it yeah. comes off bail. Like when a woman when a woman is like basically uh, step one is off off rip. She ain't gonna say no shit like I don't need no man. So off rip, if she's more intentional, like I want a man, I want you in my life, I, I see you be in places, it, it's so great, I would love to just, you know, be there, have you there with me. There's been times where women be like, can you go, I'm, I'm buying a new washer and dryer, can you come with me? I'm buying a new car, can you come with me? I don't want to be taken advantage of. I know they sometimes look at me differently, and I trust you, you'll be there with me. You know, I want to get some new tire sets. And it's like, okay, I can do that shit. You know what I'm saying? It's dope. Versus... I got so much shit to do. And then sometimes I end up in that situation anyway, and it goes further down the line where it's like I may have set the whole play up differently. It's like, shit, I may have just went to the tire shop I know. And then if I go to the tire shop I know, I'm going to put some money in on it. If I don't buy them, shit's my damn self, you know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, she said, uh, what's the best thing a woman has done for you? Give me children. Shout out to the two women that have given me my two daughters. But uh, I'm, I'm sure you mean outside of that. The best thing that a woman has ever done for me was really try to be there as far as like what I got going on, as far as like my whole life situation, like having kids, being understanding of that, my career. And um, just really, I had a woman who definitely was trying to be the foundation that I needed, but it's just harder. It's hard. It's, she was young too. So it was hard for her to like, you know, she don't have none of this shit that I got. Like she ain't got no reason. I got kids. So I have to dedicate my time and my resources to that. And then I got my career. Then I got to work. So all of these things, I have to feed that and funnel that back into. And she can free Freely go and do whatever she want to do. No kids. Got all her money that she going to do with it. Still chasing her shit. So at the end of the day, 
she was trying to be a part of something that it was just like she was like why though you know is it worth it and it really is a worth it situation but she made a decision and it's no wrong it's no right or wrong decisions it's just the ones we make I, I agree some of the best things are I, I can say the best gift was and it's funny because I love the Steelers it was <laughs> it was during like that last Super Bowl run one, one of uh, my homegirl but you know uh, we was dating at the time but she got me a terrible towel and she got me like some other Steelers gear but she knew I fuck with them heavy so it was like dope as hell that she got that and she knew that I wanted that but she also listened and understood other quirky things about my personality like she knew yeah he gonna need a lot of time you know what I'm saying but then when we together I'm gonna get all his time so she understood the flow of the on and off of what we was you know and in reality though we was like premise on uh like fuck buddies for a better you know for lack of a better term it's like we started there so we kind of stayed there mm. but she was cool as hell it was like damn it was hard to like transition that especially at that younger age to like okay how do you transition this because i really fuck with her you know but that was a good situation but as i've grown older i feel like i've gotten better situations as i've become better at communicating with women and understanding women and a lot of my understanding and communication kind of comes from the observation of recognizing rest in peace to my mom the other women in my family like just replaying the women i know in life uh-huh. and how they engage with everything in life like where just being present and, and Paying more attention, just paying more attention has led to better connections with all women, top to bottom. Yeah, and that's in business, romance, everything. I don't have a great relationship with my mom, mm-hmm. so it's probably right why my dealings with women are weird, too. So mm-hmm. I, that, 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 I take that in consideration. Is there a submissive turnoff? I don't think it is. I don't think it is. I don't think it is because it's just one of those things where it's like... <sighs> It's just it's going it's going you gonna feel more like a man like I just I don't if it is I don't know y'all might be able to tell me something like what's a, a submissive turn off I think like, it's the same thing that men sometimes do and women always complain about it's only a turn off if it's, it's somebody throwing, you don't want I was gonna say no the turn off is the throwing in your face like if a woman is submissive it's the same thing like if a man does something for a woman. After she submitted. So, like, if I throw in your face, like, I did this for you and that for you, and it's like, well, I wanted you to do that, you know. Well, and it's I, the well, same thing to, if a woman throws in your face, well, I, I don't never let a man do this, and I don't never let a man do that. And it's like, um... But just to back that up, then I don't think she was being submissive. She was doing that to doing that to just throw that in your face. I think when okay. you do something submissive, it ain't you. no strings attached, and you do straight up doing that because that's what you want to do, and that's what it's about. So she would never be like, "Well, I did all this and all that." It's like, oh, well, then that just took away everything yeah. that it was. You didn't really want you didn't you didn't do that because <clears throat> that's what you wanted to do. You did it. To say like, all right, I did these things. This should equal that. So I don't no, never no. ask a man for money, but I asked you for money, so you should feel privileged. Oh so no, be like, hell no. A lot of women today, not all, want a man to jump over several hurdles to prove that. they're worthy. But meanwhile, they think they shouldn't have to make your plate at the family function. Laugh out loud. And that's funny, Car, that you say that, cause because we talk about that all the time. We were just talking about we that earlier. hurdles about women. Just, like just you have card. to be like, all right, you have to be attractive. Now you have to be cool enough to for me to be around you and for me to go out with you. I got to feel safe around you. And then for me to submit to you, you have to show that you have some type of skills to be a leader. And all this whole time, I'm looking at you like, all right, I'm just attracted to you and I want to kick it with you. So it's like, I don't know if our vetting process ain't shit or if y'all's just too strenuous, but you hoes going to be lonely if you don't make a nigga play. Okay. Earth guys, too much... 
Yeah. I mean, if she's too needy, and, and I don't, I guess I look at two things. I look at submission different than needy. Submission is just like letting you play, um, you know, it's like I look at relationships as the woman's the quarterback and I'm the coach. Let me be the coach. Like, at certain times, yeah, you're going to call your own play, but at the end of the day, I'm the coach, so I'm going to call the play. You got to trust the play. Don't don't let me call the play, and then you get to the huddle and be like, eh, fuck that shit. I'm auto-blending out of this. You're not Aaron Rodgers. You know what I'm saying? We are running the offense that we built. Now, I'm going to build an offense that works with you well, but the last thing we're doing, the last thing we're doing is do not – call out a play that I specifically set up because if you trust in what I'm doing and you submit it to what I'm doing then you trust that I'm calling the right play with all the available information and I already thought about the way you play quarterback exactly we're not the Chicago Bears that ain't how we run shit around here we're a real franchise nigga. fire Nagy six Super Bowls fire Nagy six Super Bowls fuck that hat nigga fire Nagy chill out both of y'all niggas chill out Aaron Rodgers on y'all niggas do you like it when she runs the uh, touchdown play I mean yeah, yeah I mean if I set up the play if I set up a play we trying to score a touchdown you trust us I do yeah. put it like this if I'm kicking it with you I'm going to trust you I'm going to give you all the trust you get this built in trust and then you earn more as we go along so you get the allotted amount of trust when I first kick it with you so I'm going to trust you to do and take care of things like you say you're going to take care of it and yeah like man hell yeah I trust you know what I'm saying like I'm not going to be with somebody long if I can't trust them if I feel like you know what I'm saying you moving in a way like money wise or just like you know with your well being or even like how you might deal with your kid. Like if I look at you, and I'm like, okay. So if I don't, if I don't think you're raising your kid right, why would I be with somebody that I'm gonna have a kid with them? Or you gonna possibly be around mine? You're not gonna make the best decisions. You know what I'm saying? Over here, I ran QB at Oak Park. <laughs> Did you have yeah, a sex change? <laughs> sex change. Who's just one of the niggas I play football with? That nigga had a sex change. Man, shout out to you, cuz I'm proud of oh, y'all. <laughs> Submission did not equal weak Men just want feminine women Most definitely And my thing is this I would never, ever, ever, ever I'm not going to run over you because you submissive that's not the thing, like, bro. I mean, and then you, and then, and as a man, you just like, you immature for taking advantage of somebody like that. Like, nigga, that's what it is. No flag girls. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Shout out to you. She's a flag mm-hmm. girl. Yeah. Said she played quarterback. Hey, you had that joke about flag football. That's hilarious. Yeah, man. That was what I did just for a special because I had to get some money that time. So I just made up an hour and it was pretty good, my dog. And the funny part about that is the day I did that, I did that in Sandusky. Not Sandusky. You did that um, in Notre Dame. In Notre Dame. Uh, mm-hmm. What's that? What's, what city is that in? South Bend. South Bend. And Kevin Hart was on Saturday Night Live that day and that's when he put that dress on. Hilarious. He played that little girl. Some little girl. Mm. Shout out to Kevin Hart, man. So, Mm. I mean, did we touch on all that? Did we touch on everything we needed to touch on? Speaking of shout out to Kevin Hart, yo, man, dope ass movie, that true story in a dramatic role, even though he's sort of loosely playing Kevin Hart in like the premise is a big time comedian, but him and Wesley Snipes was dope as hell in that, man. I heard it was good, man. I ain't watch it yet. I mean, it don't seem like he can do nothing wrong right now. Kevin on fire. Shout out to Cuz, man. I like to see uh, this is black excellence. Like, you know what I'm saying? He he putting it down, man. Like he he he's not letting up. It's 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 a dramatic thriller. Um, I don't want to spoil too much of it. You probably gonna see it as an unfold, but him and Wesley Snipes, and Wesley Snipes definitely one of my favorite actors of all time. Uh, they play flip hella roles. 
they play hella roles in that. You know, you say a flipper from Jungle Fever. I love yeah. Jungle Fever too. Nigga was saying he was flipper. He, he was Candyman. Candyman. <laughs> he was definitely, even though in Jungle Fever, though, for the people that don't know in revisionist history, it took a while. It took a while for him. Originally, he was not looking to engage in the jungle fever. He turned her down a couple of times. And he didn't. Eat, he wanted to hire a black woman, mm-hmm. not a white woman or a, or an Italian woman, a Sicilian woman. But that's say. funny, man. That's funny. How long did it take your wife to submit to you, EJ? I mean, it's a wild word. It sounds like it, you know, it, it is like a right. It is a wild word. Breaking a horse. Like, <laughs> <laughs> how long did it take for her to trust you enough to feel like you know you can lead her? That's better. Well, uh, I think I think one of the uh, the key things was when uh, me and my wife met. We we worked together. We were both bartenders, and one of the things we used to do was we, like just the way we communicated with each other during that, like how easy it was, how you know how how we div- divided the money up, how like um, I got a I got an actual uh, story. So like. It was our first year anniversary, and my car got a boot on it that day. I was parked, you know what I'm saying? I just They told my shit, right? So, like, she came, and she was just like, you know, I'll just pick up some extra shifts, you know what I'm saying? We get this paid off right away, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, that's when I knew it was just like, you know. What it was? Yeah, it, you know, it, that's that's how I knew I could, you know, I could trust her. She'll pick up the slack when needed, you know what I mean? Like, it is. It, it it's just always kind of been that like that give and take, you know what I mean? Like it's just been super easy. So like, you know, it was it was it was right away. You know, I I never had a I never had a problem, bro. That shit is that's the easiest part of my life, bro. So, well, I'm about to head straight up. <laughs> that's North. <laughs> Hilarious. Catch yeah, me in Rochester, hey. dog. Catch, is, me. Is, Catch me in Rochester, Chester. dog. I mean, I don't, man. Like, I mean, give me a food truck, twelve dollar <laughs> peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. <laughs> like, look, white, black, whatever, dog. But like, the 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 fact of the matter is, man, the shit is the shit is easy, bro. Like, that's that's how it's supposed to be, like. You know, y'all talk about submissive and whatnot. Like, you know, it's it's just like what Car was saying. She let you know, you the I'm the coach. She the quarterback. You know, whatever. You know, and 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 so far, nigga, we we were we in first place, nigga. And, and so much of it, I, I think, kind of shout out to Emily. She good. A lot of it kind of deals with trust, period. But I mean, it's all relationships, family, business, all that shit. Like sometimes you go on it, it, both. You know, different people got positions, but it's going to be some give or take and whatever. But at the end of the day, that faith and that trust has to kind of be there. But it's hard. And and I I recognize it because from some of the stories I hear, whether I'm sure it's, you know, like they say, it's three sides to a story. Mm -hmm. But you still interpret the shit. And some of the shit women have been through is some shit. And some of that is just due to, I think, some of their vetting process. And some of our vetting processes is men. And when I say their vetting process, meaning the men that the hurdles they put in place mm-hmm. and the men that are willing to hop those hurdles. I don't want to say they dirtbag dudes, but they just wasn't ready for some of the situations they end up with. I don't think Rihanna going to ever be able to really submit to ASAP Rocky because she taller than him. Hilarious. Uh. And she weighed more than that nigga. Hilarious. <laughs> but it's... It's it's different stuff. It's like and when your nigga rapping his hair, it's like how you gonna really feel like when you come to the bathroom, he rapping his shit, putting in the scarf. <laughs> but so like I look back to situations, real life situations, like um, <laughs> like being in situations where like shacking up, 
So like living with a woman, shacking up intentionally is different than shacking up on some old like, damn, she need a place to stay. I've been in that situation before. And that was a situation where it was harder for her to submit, but it was harder for me to even like engage in that situation. So like planning how you execute it, but children are born, people live together differently, people uh, share resources differently. Like, I mean, it'd be some real shit that be happening in relationships, especially when, you know, you sharing that intimacy of sex and that time together. Bro, living together was, the, was the best idea. Um, for like me and my wife because that's how that's how I knew immediately bro like and I think I I always say like live with the girl bro you'll find out very quickly if she's like you know right. worth being with bro like, how did y'all plan on living it how did y'all end up how did so we was we was we was happen? we was date we was dating for uh you know about almost like eight months or so almost that ain't a that year long, but okay. it's not that it's not that long but but it I, I guess the timing had worked out where i was about to move out she was getting done with school so we we're just like why don't we just move in together you know what i mean because it's like we're gonna was... be together we're gonna be together anyway all the time so it's like just let's just and I've and I've lived with a girl before, and and this nigga that, was homeless. <laughs> I I actually I live with I live with her, and and that ended the relationship pretty much. I, so, when I least was so up, you nigga, had two I was different, out. But wait, you had, but wait, you had two different examples of it didn't work Shaq, here, but then yeah. it did work here. Exactly, yeah. But but okay. And talk about the first situation, but it sounds like in this situation with your wife, it was intentional. It was like your lease was coming up. Mm -hmm. She was going to need to move. So y'all yeah. both sought out a place. It's not like a person moved into another person's house per se. Oh, no. Yeah, no, it wasn't that. But the first time when it didn't work out, uh, I had got an apartment and I just told my girl, hey, come live with me. And that and right that's there. And that is why I ain't with that bitch no more. Shout out, Brittany. Damn. Shout out to Homer. Was she white? She was. That boy consistent. <laughs> <laughs> if my nigga ain't shit else, he consistent. He's like, nah, man, I don't mess with them raccoons. <laughs> raccoons. I don't do that. Uh, uh, Gemini said, ever been, ever been with a girl who liked to fight? I mean, fight as far as argue or put hands. And put it like this. I've had hands put on me about three times. So I think I'm about... I'm I'm zero two and one. I got hands put on me before. Yeah, I'm zero two and one. I never won because I'm not gonna put my hands on you. I'm shivers. But that one time, my baby mama hit me and I kind of threw my arms to like like block her and she fell back and she seen that strength on a nigga and she kind of balls down. But she wanted the L's too though. Both my baby mamas. But you know I'm not gonna really put hands on because it's like nah. I get you together. But it was like. All right, I'm 0 2 and 1 because I'm chivalrous. But that one was like, she hit me and I kind of just was defending myself. That likes to fight other on your side. Meaning, like, like what? People like tag teaming bitches? Top like... search results. Damn, Cardi over here. <laughs> it's top search results. I'm trying to see what these hoes at. Hilarious. <laughs> Y'all versus everybody. Um, Yeah, yeah. Well, you know how women are. They just very, very, like, sometimes a lot of women, I had to call them down. Like, listen, chill. You ain't got to spaz on that bitch like that. Like, I like that. You know, you like to have a girl that got a little ghetto shit to her where she go the fuck off. Like, bitch, don't talk to him like that. It's like, damn, baby, I'm going to eat your pussy. Chill out. Yeah. I love it, but don't do all that right now. You yeah. know what I'm saying? It's a Chinese food restaurant. Chinese food. Yeah, I've had that. That's all good, man. We we, but that's a lot of stuff we got to get out of our system too. Because, you know, at the it's a time and place for everything. But you don't want somebody who just a live wire going off all the time. Nah, but I nah. also think, I also think it's it's like other like chemistry too. So, a woman 
a woman that may be argumentative with this dude may be cool as hell with me, just depending upon like vibes too. So I, I, I have seen, I do think people are different in different relationships just based on the foundation. Foundation matters a whole lot. And that is one of those differences too. I think the beginning matters way more to men than it does to women. The beginning of what? The relationship, how we met, how we start, uh, what the lead up is. You don't think women appreciate that? Because I think they they really hold on to a lot of that stuff. Nah, because I think because we're the ones pursuing. So... Uh, but they remember that. Like, I remember when you walked up on me, we was at wherever, and you came over, and this is what you said, and whoop de whoop. They do. But a man, you know, as being a man, like, we can we can hold certain shit in from, you know, hopping them hurdles from the beginning. Like, we feel like, damn, you made me hop all these fucking hurdles when I was going to get here anyway. Why the fuck you put me through all this shit? Whereas the woman remembers it, so, like, definitely it's significant, but it ain't like... I take. That I don't know if she holding on to it. Definitely then, like you know, I, I think about all them hurts you put me through, and I be sitting there like, look at you over here just eating this dick. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I be. I be like, you did all that bullshit, and no, nah, we ain't gonna do that. And doing all this, look at you now, tearing up, gobble, hilarious, tearing up, tearing up, hilarious, gobble, gobble. Hilarious. Hey man, oh, do we? Okay, before we get out of here, the uh, simp. Do we have a simplified? A simplified. Do we have a simplified? EJ, you ain't told no simplified story. For the first of December. Oh, he was a simp when he let that girl move in his house. (laughs) Okay, tell that story then. Uh, so for the people don't know, we do a simplified is when we we give stories about when we were simping, and we break it down. As we should. The only the only simp story in this time, and it wasn't even this is a whole different time from me moving in with homegirl was just this. Uh, shout out to uh, what, what, Kendra, I think her name was. And she we, was white, wasn't she? And this one wasn't white. Oh. No, this was this was. Get him, Kendra. Come, come on, come on now. I I told you it's a pie chart, nigga. It's it's oh, it's, it's, it's okay. different. It's different people on this graph. It's just mostly white. But anyway, I was at the bar She's and he liked these white girls. I'm about to get in his ass. <laughs> Go ahead. I showed up. It's just one of them times where, like, I showed up with the girl, and I'm trying to get, and I'm and I'm trying to get in. You know, I'm trying to, you know, get with her or whatever. I'm talking to her. I'm buying her drinks or whatever, and then I guess the conversation just got stale or whatever, dog. And then like just some other niggas showed up. It was a group of dudes, and I'm just, and then they came in and fucking like she just went over and just say, "Hey, what's up?" And I'm thinking it's cool, so I'm just buying some more drinks. I'm just sitting there by myself. And then just time just go by, bro. Just how time. many? Okay, how many <laughs> drinks? How how many drinks did it go by before you realized I had no, it, it was, she wasn't coming? It back. was some. It was it was a few, my nigga. It was like you, you start so getting you on your phone. phone. I start watching like beer one. Yeah, beer one. I'm watching YouTube videos. Nah, nigga, I'm fucking. Up. <laughs> and you so you drink beer one real fast. Yeah. Then beer two, you drink it like slow. Bruh, you know, you start going to a ba- you start going to the bathroom a hundred times, you know what I'm saying? Just trying to mm-hmm. pass the time and whatnot. You fucking uh so I'm doing mm-hmm. that. I'm walking back and forth. I'm trying to act like I see other friends at the bar and shit. <laughs> like I'm like, you know what I'm saying? Fucking 
That's funny. It, a nigga try to stand in her vicinity so she might look over there and see a nigga like, let me stand over here. Right, she might you catch know, a glimpse and come back over here. Right. Uh, nigga, nigga come sit down you next to me. I'm like, Island <laughs> iced tea. The, the ice done melted in. He like, this for her. She like, nigga, I don't want no more of that shit. Yeah, right. You know what I'm saying? Nigga? Yeah. <laughs> and then I just, and then, and then just about, uh, it, was, it was a smooth hour pass, bro. And then she just come up to me and she was like, yeah, I'm probably just going to leave with them if that's all right. Ooh. But I had a lot of fun and like, I was just, <sighs> oh, yeah. Oh, that, that's I don't, yeah, that, that, that one was a rough one, bro. And uh, yeah, I, I mean, that's the, that's the only one I could think of off the top of my head, bro. Mm. But uh, what I can say, bro, is just, um, Make sure you got. Make sure you gon' fuck that bitch if you gon' do something with her, bro. But yeah, that's the hard part about being a simp, dog. Is that you really nowhere near the pussy. You are nowhere near. Yeah, that's but, the but, hard part. But sometimes it, it feel like it's right there, bro. It's like trying to block a field goal. It's like if I run my hardest, maybe I can block this bitch and turn the game. Then you look back and kick, and that bitch going through. You like, why do I do this every time? Every time, bro. Yeah. I never block this bitch. Yeah. So. EJ was a simp, man, and I got it was a song, a, old school song of the day. Oh, old school oh, song Lord. of the day. Kari finna give us. What do we got? Okay. I don't even know when this song was I made. I thank you. I like Happy that song. Father. I like that Alicia. Alicia yep, yep. But nah, this, uh, let's see if you remember this shit. You ever heard this song? Y'all niggas is nice. Y'all can name this song. Let me know. <laughs> Tickets to the next show free. And pull up the lyrics on this. Miles J, let's start love over. Well, nigga, you just gave him the name, nigga, so now they can't guess it. Oh, yeah, good point. So never, man. Fuck but y'all. Pull up the lyrics to this shit because I what, fuck with the lyrics on this what shit. What is Miles, who? My, what? Miles J. M I. Lyrics. Damn, Rihanna. M I, like Miles. Miles and J with an E. Oh, like this. No, no, no. J. J. Yeah, there you go. All right, and then let's start. The let's start love dog? over. Hey, let's start love over lyrics. Let's start love over lyrics. Let's start. Here we go. All right. Yeah. Here we go. Go to them lyrics. All right. So let's start love over. So you and I. All right. So basically, it's like uh, if we don't take our time, but let's go to the hook. Let's see. Let's start love over. Let's make it. Let's make it do or die. Let's start love over. Back to the way things were. You know. Let's start over. I said over, over, yeah. I want to start love over. Yes, I do. Yeah, girl. Let's start love over, over again, over, yeah. I when this shit come out? So it's basically is like, you know, he basically saying, you know, I'll forget about him if you can forget about her. Let's start shit over oh, again. Oh, so they both bullshit. <laughs> but the great thing about this is, is that the nigga can never forget that. Like a girl can a girl can get bad, but I don't think the nigga can. A nigga be like, to start love over again. You Cause then in your head over. when you fucking you like this pussy just feel a little bit used. <laughs> you know how you be hitting your girl and you be like this little pocket I never used to like this never felt like this in this corner over here. <laughs> it's just a little bit more room in here. Like why is this pussy so roomy? <laughs> so roomy. I don't think it's like it's, when, it's like, like when did you open this door up it's in here? Never like that. Yeah, it is. This but nigga remodeled like, this pussy. Forget it. It's like you know what I'm saying. I'll forget about him and you can forget about her. 
You know what I'm saying? It sounds right, but I don't think that's ever the case. It began so small, so now we know where we stand with our love against the wall. I'm going to try to be everything I now can. Now, you see what he just said? It began so small. Talking about how that pussy was small <laughs> beforehand. And now that bitch all stretched out. And he like, bitch, but I mean, now I can stand in this motherfucker so big. <laughs> if you put your love and trust, if you put your love and trust in me, we can, we can take it back. Just give me your hand. So basically, it's like saying like resetting the whole thing. Two people can stay together. It's a stay together song. You know? And uh, I, I don't know when this shit was. When did that shit come out? So what's his nigga name? Miles J. This was Miles J version of Simplified. Yeah, basically. Yeah. He, he was simping lyrically on here. He was like, I want to come here and sound like a complete <laughs> fool on this song, man. When this song come out? Let's see. Uh, 1987. 87. This bitch was fucking LT. Lawrence <laughs> <laughs> Taylor was tearing that pussy out the frame, man. That nigga was off coke, fucking the shit out this nigga Miles girl. She was like, this nigga fucking this bitch. He had a lightning bolt hanging from his ear. He had that little chain uh, with the lightning bolt. bolt. That nigga was fucking her before he played Philadelphia. I think he, I think Miles J was straight. Nah, he you know could have been I'm straight, saying? but I'm saying no. Nah, but, but LT was tearing this bitch out the frame. <laughs> That nigga hate he hate the Giants to this day. <laughs> hate the Giants to this day, like, man. Fuck Lord, he can't even watch uh, <laughs> any given Sunday. He like, man, this nigga in this hilarious. You know what I'm saying? But that's all he's saying. Start that shit over again. Let's start this shit over again. Yeah, start it over again. Well, damn. I mean, I gotta know what you're doing beforehand so I can have a newer version of this song because I'm trying to think about what would be a new age version. Go to the go to the YouTube. What would be a new age version of this song right here? My cousin said goodnight, Josh. All right, tell your cousin I said goodnight. <laughs> the bow-legged cousin. Yeah, but the crazy part about it, nah, man, I ain't gonna say nothing. Shout out uh, to your cousin, though. 100. You said like a a not a more what? modern version a of starting version? over. I guess I don't want to know by uh, <laughs> Mario Mario Winans. He like, but she he wasn't doing shit. She was, so I guess Mario Winans would be it. Somebody said they saw you. That nigga you was kissing wasn't the boy. But I would never ask you. I don't even want to know the truth. I don't want to know. If you keep keep it on the low, because my heart can't take it anymore. Then my nigga Diddy said, you can't say I didn't let you breathe. Gave you extra cheese. Put you in the SUVs. You wanted ice, so I made you free. Made you hot like the West Indies. So it's time you invest in me. Why do I know this song as well? Hilarious. Yeah, that's that new, that's the version. We Every time we on here, we're going to do a versus. Old versus new. Old versus, okay. We can definitely do that. We yeah. We can definitely do that. That wasn't more of a simp version, though, because I guess mine's a little bit more simp because the nigga on your side cheated, too. He didn't, and then this nigga was in the tub with all his clothes on, so I guess I lose that versus. <laughs> I lose that versus. Kari won. Hilarious. I don't want to know, man. Shout out to the winers. Why is uh, Adam, what's his the, nigga the name? The dude from uh, Maroon, Le- 5. Maroon 5. Adam, uh, what's his nigga name? Levine. Adam Levine. I was going to say Adam Deggy. That's my nigga in uh, Grand Rapids, funny comedian. Hey, man. <laughs> <laughs> there they go That nigga in the tub They can't yeah, see this can they Yeah Yeah that's wild bro That nigga's in the tub Being in the tub And you ain't With all your clothes on dog And you know yeah. clothes back then Was big as hell yeah. 2011 This nigga in the tub Man he should've called yeah. his people Like hey can I pray for me Yeah It was uh <sighs> Shout out to Mario Wines dog Yeah That was yeah. a hell of a song Hey man 
I want to shout out where I'm going to be at again, man. This Friday, I'm in Grand Rapids at Ann Arbor. Ann Arbor. I'm in Grand Rapids at the Am- uh, at uh, Ambrosia Theater. Mm. Me, T-Barb, uh, 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 Brandon Q. Shine, Dave uh, Jones, and uh, I'm, I'm, I'm forgetting it's one more person, but I apologize, man. I'm there on the 3rd, and then the 4th, you can catch me with D. Jones at the Hamilton Tucker Gallery, and later, I'm at... I'm hosting the uh, Why Do Men Cheat 2 at uh, Dink's Grill, I think that is. I, I want to get it off the top of my head. So those are three shows you can catch me at. Kari, where can they come trick with you? Hilarious. Uh, like I say, you know what I'm saying? Support what we're doing with Detroit is different. Uh, send anything you got to the Cash App crowdfund to dollar sign Detroit 501c3, dollar sign Detroit 501c3. We need five racks. My nigga said you need. Mm-hmm. Easy. Every Friday and Saturday, Independent Comedy Club. And every Monday, stream, big time garbage. And then if you're watching HGTV board during the day, uh, catch me putting up curtains on the Bargain Block show. Bargain Block. Bargain there Block. There you go, man. Mm-hmm. Again, man, thank y'all for tapping in. And uh, motherfuck the Chicago Bears. Hey, chill out, nigga. Next week, Kim Math <laughs> gonna be on deck, too. So Next week. Yep, yep. Peace out. Peace. Mike Tomlin getting fired. Somebody <laughs> You're listening to the Detroit is Different After Dark Podcast Network.